Kinichiwa Minisan. Hello, and welcome to Famicast 262. This is your Famicast for the early part of February 2023. I'm your host, Danny Bivens. I'm going to remember to say my name this time. I just forgot last time for some reason. Uh, but I'm also joined by Mr. Cat Drugs himself, Ty Sugar. You said February 2023? Did I say that? Exactly. God. Yes. We, we live in the future now, 2024. Uh, 2024 it's an election geez. year in my life. <laughs> Oh boy, <laughs> looking forward to that. No, not really. Right. Uh, Ty, what's going on, man? Uh, you know, just playing some video games. Yeah, yeah, same here. Not as much as I'd, I'd like, but got a couple of cool ones to talk about. I know Ty has a little bit, well, more cool stuff to talk about than me, I think. Um, handful of uh, news here today. Uh, we want to get to some feedback from you guys as well. There's been some interesting comments that we haven't been doing too much of because we, we've been running a little bit long recently and stuff like that. But I, I want to kind of get to that stuff for you guys. But yeah, how about the anime trash man? What are we uh, what are we looking like with that? Uh, we only got one box today. Okay, uh, I hope it's I hope it's saucy. Long. Yeah, I, uh, I don't remember what's in it, but okay. I think it's cool. Okay, all right, man. Well, um, let's just go ahead and kick things off with some new business. I'm going to go ahead and kick things off today. Oh, um, All right. Yeah. So there is a, a Nintendo game, a Nintendo published game that's coming out next week, I believe on uh, February 16th, I think is the release date. And this is Mario versus Donkey Kong. So I, I don't remember if we mentioned this on the last episode or if it, the news just dropped like after we finished, but yeah, there's actually a demo for this. So I went ahead and tried that out. But before we get into that, like Ty, you know, this game originally was a, a Game Boy Advance game. Um, did you try this one all? Try this one out at uh, all? I did. And I, I mean, I tried out the GBA one. I, yeah, okay. I didn't like it. Okay. Because, uh, okay. you know, that, that of course, is also a spiritual successor to uh, Donkey Kong 94. Yes. Yes. Yeah. If I have the gear right. And that yeah, game slaps. That game is a masterpiece. It is so fucking good. Yeah, I mean, we we were kind of chatting about this in our Discord, but um, also too, if you're out there and you want to join our Discord, you can. <laughs> um, but yeah, we're we're kind of chatting about that. Like, I played I played that for the first time on the 3DS Virtual Console. Uh, you know, Donkey Kong '94. That was awesome. I got to a point where like I kind of got stuck because I'm a baby at puzzle games and <laughs> stuff like that. But yeah, what a what a really fantastic game because I think, dude, when I started it up, I really didn't know what it was, so I was really pleasantly surprised i was just buying shit off of the eShop at the time and there, there we go <laughs> so yeah that game is, is kind of amazing how it like it it kind of lulls you into this uh i, I i'm not sure what to say it it it's it, it's it kind of pushes some low expectations on you and then it just explodes them like, mm -hmm. you know, you start, it's like you do the original levels of Donkey Kong and Mario kind of moves and 
his stuff the same way, but then like you get, get more and more levels, and it turns out Mario has way more moves than you thought. Yeah, and uh, they're not locked or anything. Like you have them from the start. Mm-hmm. So if you, if you're already uh, like cracked at the game, you can like you can like beat the first level in like three seconds. <laughs> <laughs> Like yeah, yeah kind of like some of the stuff that like uh, that like even came back in like Mario sixty four like running forward and doing like a back plus jump does like a big backflip mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that sort of stuff and I think he has like kind of like the the little triple handstand jump or something okay something like that yeah he has he has cool shit in that game and it's really fucking fun to play hmm. I guess just kind of bringing it back to Mario versus Donkey Kong on the Switch I'm gonna th- if you're watching the video version I'm gonna throw up some footage otherwise you can see a nice image on your enhanced version on your smartphone but yeah i mean this demo dropped whatever whenever it was last week or whatever and it's it's free um there are a total of four uh stages that you can play um you can play either in like baby mode casual mode or you can play uh you know classic mode where you know you have more opportunities to die uh stuff Chad like that mode yeah and it, it's it's not that hard but yeah there are four stages in the demo um you know i think visually speaking it looks it looks fantastic i I like the little opening intro they have here too that we're kind of checking out you know donkey kong is just watching tv flipping through there's some bananas oh shit there's some mini mario toys oh it's like kind of like this back and forth type of thing you know very silly very nintendo You, you don't need dialogue to know like you know what's going on here it's cute kind of fun um and then, yeah, I mean, Donkey Kong is a, a consumer whore. He, he has to go out and buy this stuff. Right? He needs his fucking amiibos. Yeah, pretty much. That's pretty much what it is, really. And um, I think some of us can all relate to this, I'm, I'm sure. Uh, I know I can. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, after this cutscene, you get kind of thrown into the game with, uh, you know, what you do and all that stuff. And, you know, I can't speak to the Game Boy Advance version of the game because I never played that back in the day. So I don't know how complicated or uncomplicated the controls are with that. But um, here, things are super, super simple. Um, uh, Basically, you can obviously move around Mario with the joystick uh, and you can jump and you can like pick up stuff. Um, So like, that's it. And essentially, you kind of just try to go through the stages, trying to get these little present boxes that are around and then trying to get keys to unlock doors. Uh, there's occasionally little mini Mario's that you got to rescue, um, stuff like that. So pretty straightforward. It's not really too hard to wrap your head around, especially these really early levels and stuff like that. Um, so yeah, I mean, I think overall it feels fine. Uh, a little bit underwhelming, I think, because like I said, it's just you can just jump. Um, it, it's a little bit limited. But not bad, <laughs> but not bad. So, oh, he doesn't yeah. have like the running backflip or anything like that. No, no, not as, uh... as not that I've seen. So, I mean, you could take out enemies by jumping on them and picking them up and throwing them. You could also throw other things into them, like garbage cans <laughs> and stuff like yeah. that. Um, yeah, so pretty, pretty basic stuff here. And like I said, there's only four stages here, so it, it's really a very, very bite-sized part of this game. Um, you get three stages that are essentially like regular stages, and then you get one, or basically a boss type of stage. 
and there are two boss stages there's like one where you're kind of fighting donkey kong and there's another where you're kind of controlling little mini marios trying to get them through the stage to collect the word toy and then get them back in their treasure box and the, the idea there is you, you just want to like lose as few of them as you possibly can um i'll kind of fast forward well, a no, he's bit. got some moves he's got the... yeah okay yeah i mean he his he does have moves but they're really it just kind of depends on the environment and what's around like we're just watching right now you can jump on like bars and you can do like little flips uh, and stuff like that but that's just you just jump on it and then just press like up or down and you spin and then you get some momentum and you could you could move um but yeah a lot of it is it is it is a puzzle game so you're trying just to kind of figure out how to get little collectibles and get the keys and stuff like that so it's all a matter of just that i i mean i don't know i I played through this again, like this evening, right before we started the show. And this demo can be done, even if you're going like at a very leisurely pace, which I was when I was recording the footage, it took about 15 minutes. And then like today, I knew exactly what to do in all of these puzzles. It took like seven, (laughs) but yeah. So not, not like, you know, balls to the wall challenging or anything like that, but it does seem like it does get quite a bit more difficult uh, when you get to like, actually the, the actual game <laughs> as opposed to just like the stuff in this demo but really? yeah i'll go ahead and fast forward just a little bit to see if i can get to the boss stuff so you can kind of see that because it is a little bit different like with what you're doing unless i just didn't include that cool i did not awesome <laughs> but I, th- I thought that was a little bit more interesting than just like getting this key and trying to go to like a locked door um, you know, there are a lot of switches, too, that are changing the color of blocks so you can you can go some places you can't go some places, stuff like that. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Ty, just like off the cuff, like what do you what does this look like or sound like to you, man? This... Uh, it depends. Like, OK, so, you know, I'm a big fan of Donkey Kong 94. And then when I played the Mario versus Donkey Kong on what was it, DS? Uh-huh. Yeah, uh, I was like immediately and completely disappointed by it. Okay, because it felt like they they simplified the game. They made it way easier, hmm. and uh, I, I felt that like Nintendo had been doing it with a lot of their games at around that time. And I was just like immediately disgusted. Like I'm not sure. going to buy this. Sure. Yeah. I mean this this does feel simple. And like I said too, there is a multiplayer aspect to this as well. Even in the demo, you can play with two players, which I mean that could be fun. Um, one thing to remember too, this is not like a full retail price game. But it is still like 50 bucks, like in the US, like 5,500 yen here. So it is a kind of like a quote unquote discount game, especially when it's like a first party Nintendo type of a game. But yeah, another thing that I found kind of kind of annoying when you get the hammer, um, like, you know, like it's in the original Donkey Kong, you can't jump, which is a little annoying. I wish that they would have made that (laughs) possible, but they did a little more Smash Brothers flavored. Yeah, but oh, well. Um, just to catch up with the chat here for a second, Russ popped in. He said, uh, hey, hey, have fun. Can't stay very long. Uh, Jefferson, he's in the chat here, too. He said, hey, guys, good thing about the earthquake down in uh, Ishikawa. Now I can watch you guys lives. I'm uh, enjoying my forced vacation. Like, uh, I mean, that's awesome. But yeah, not awesome. look on the bright side. There. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Welcome aboard, Jefferson. Thanks for uh, uh, leaving a comment, man. And Lemonade's on here, too. He said, this is one Mario game that doesn't interest me. And I can, I can understand that. <laughs> I mean, I when the demo dropped and it was free, I was like, I, I gotta, 
at least try this out and see what this whole thing's about. And I don't know. I, I think the demo is just so short. It's really hard to get a grasp what is going to be on offer. I mean, yeah, you can play, watch trailers and stuff like that. And there's a lot more crazy stuff going on in the trailers. Like sometimes like fans that'll blow Mario like across like spike pits or uh, lasers that you have to avoid to, you know, get to the keys. You have to, uh, you know, make sure your little Mario guys are safe when you're trying to march them around and stuff like that. So there seems like there is a lot of stuff that can be done, but you don't really get to see any of that stuff outside of just the very, very basics, which I think is a little bit disappointing. Yeah, like, uh, I think how much I would enjoy this game depends on, like, just how tough and spicy it gets later, yeah. which which I wouldn't have high expectations for. Yeah, yeah, I think that's fair. <laughs> yeah, anyways, I, I didn't want to, like, go on too long about this because, I mean, yeah, it's just a 15-minute demo and you guys out there can try it too. Um, yeah, we already know Lemonade what he thinks about this. <laughs> so if you guys have any thoughts about what you've seen or if you've played the demo or anything like that, um, definitely be sure to let us know what you think. I'm interested in it does, that. It does really make me want to replay DK94. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, other than this, man, like I, I did download the demo for Prince of Persia, the, the newest one. I downloaded that on the Switch. Tried it out for a little bit. I just wasn't feeling it. I mean, side scrolling, it's fine. But eh, yeah, I, I'm just not in the mood for that kind of a game right now. And I mean, more mostly, I mean, to kind of I'll just touch on this very briefly before we move on. But uh, last episode, I mentioned that I was playing a lot of stuff on, you know, Game Pass, Xbox Game Pass and stuff like that. Um, mainly just one game, that being Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Uh, I've been playing that a lot on my phone with that Backbone controller, which has been pretty good. Sometimes the um, the streaming stuff is, it looks kind of bad, like almost like sub 480p sometimes, I swear. <laughs> just kind of, yeah, yeah. it, it's such like a, a rich, lush game that it just makes everything look kind of flat and messy, and it makes it kind of hard to play sometimes. Um, but otherwise, like, especially when I'm playing it on, you know, the big TV on my Xbox, you know, Series S, it, it's fine. It's absolutely fine. It's great. Um, but yeah, I'm just, I'm just been plugging through that and stuff. But yeah, I mean, with Nintendo stuff, it's just outside of these demos and even another code, like we talked about a couple episodes back. I mean, it was interesting enough. And now even just kind of thinking about it more, it was a lot more interesting than Prince of Persia or Mario versus Donkey Kong. I'm kind of reconsidering maybe picking it up but then thinking too like there's got to be a nintendo direct coming soon so maybe i'll just i'll just wait keep playing game pass until some nintendo games come out that i want to play anyway um <laughs> yeah i think that's gonna do it for me ty so i'll go ahead and pass things over to you cool uh let's see so uh last episode like pal world had been out for like a few days i think i like played it like twice right and then <laughs> right after like I just went hard on it until like I got all the achievements. I beat all the towers. Damn. <laughs> yeah. And uh, yeah, I, I have a lot of uh, observations ab about the game and around the game. So, you know, for, first of all, it's fun. It's fun to collect the Pokemans and build stuff, especially <laughs> if you have bros to build with. Sure. Yeah. Uh, the, the game... Uh, definitely early access vibes like there were huge <laughs> sections of the world like where like the ground just wasn't real and you would like fall through and die 
<laughs> cool. <laughs> yeah, and like I don't I don't know if it's like because the areas weren't properly modeled or if it was like a like a level of detail bug. Uh-huh. Or, you know, it would change shit uh, on the fly and like you would just fall through. Sure. But like there, it wasn't just like little areas, but they're like huge swaths of land where like you, you could not walk. Okay. <laughs> okay that's weird. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, ho- hopefully, there's been like a couple patches since then. Hopefully, they've got that stuff fixed. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Th- they've been getting lots of money and they've also been spending lots of money, like trying to keep their dedicated servers up. Yeah. I read about that. That's crazy. (laughs) Yeah. What is it like over $500,000 a month for keeping up their servers or something like that? Yeah. That's the number. That's insane. But I mean, didn't they say, or at least I read too, that isn't Microsoft kind of working with them, at least on the, maybe the game pass version, like make it so they have stuff. So it's up and running at like a a high level and stuff like that or something. I, I think so. Something like that. I don't know the details. Sure. But, uh, yeah, um, I would love to come back to the game after they add some more achievements. I don't know if they will. We'll see. But like, you know, if I had some friends online, that they're like, hey, Ty, hop on it and check out my funny base. Like, I would do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, I think you mentioned this last time, but I, I, I read a similar article basically echoing what you said on the last episode. But the whole thing behind this game has been, oh, it's Pokemon with guns. But it's definitely a lot more than that and it this game is it's more like conan exiles with (laughs) pokemon yeah but i mean you know it's easy to say that from the surface but that's about the only thing that this game has in common with pokemon i mean the gameplay is completely different this is not an rpg in that sense you're not friends with these things you're you're basically their masters and (laughs) you're making them do stuff for you (laughs) so there's a really big difference there that i think <laughs> needs to kind of be understood about this game uh, yeah, kind of a grim dose of reality there like yeah. what if pokemon were real we would fucking eat them <laughs> <laughs> i mean well I, you're not wrong <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah snorlax snorlax for thanksgiving let's go there's something i want to comment on like as i as i blaze through the game getting to all the towers and stuff uh some of the towers are almost inaccessible on foot okay and uh so apparently something you have to do is find the, the right poke commands to uh to affix the saddle to and you can fly on the back of them okay like i didn't know this at the time hmm. like i i figured there, there's like an intended like p- path to climb up somewhere to get to like the top of these mountains sure and uh kind of concluded after the fact that not really (laughs) okay (laughs) okay so in this game you know you can get a grappling hook you can kind of move from thing to thing you can climb up and while you're climbing your stamina drains and if you run out of stamina you 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 let go and possibly fall to your death sure sure so to me this ended up being like the most fun part of the game okay it's like was like trying to plot like like uh mountain climbing routes where like there would be enough like uh footholds where you could stand and rest before you go to the next thing sure very opposite of assassin's creed where you can climb endlessly <laughs> yeah yeah Is it... so it turned out to be like kind of a really fun you know kind of puzzle strategy sort of thing mm-hmm. and uh no, apparently you can just get the right Pokemon and just fly over all that shit. Uh, 
So, I mean, with with these towers, what what is the purpose of the towers? I guess. Uh, they're they're basically the like the six boss towers you need to clear to uh, beat the game. I guess. Okay. Okay. In in so far as you can beat the game. Right, like the right. the story or whatever. Right, and uh, uh, depending on your game settings, it, it's 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 designed to be like a kind of like a like a boss raid. Okay. Like you would see in an MMO where you have up to four players and you have to kill the boss within 10 minutes. Okay. And uh, what I did was uh, I I built a whole sweatshop assembly line to, to mass produce <laughs> assault rifle ammo. Mm-hmm. And then I shot them <laughs> until they died. <laughs> it was really I, effective. I, I Okay. <laughs> yeah, as it turns out, uh yeah i was playing on the xbox version uh as i understand it it tends to be like a patch behind right right okay anyway um as i was climbing like the up to the last two towers both of which were like a pain in the ass like i had no idea how to get them like uh i I felt like i was doing like borderline exploit shit to climb up to them sure sure and you know i what i've discovered is this the the information that I wanted to know, like you're supposed to get a fucking Pokemon and fly there, that information is now ungoogleable due to the nature of uh, content mill game coverage. Wait, what? <laughs> yeah, you 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 can't find anything anything nuanced at all. Like you you go, how do I get to the towers? And you get like a million results, like on Google or YouTube or whatever. Mm-hmm that are like practically AI generated that they say like, here are the six tower locations. Oh my God. And, and like there'll be like a whole minutes long video about what should be just like a single image because there's like <laughs> no useful information in it at all, oh, man. <laughs> okay. So yeah. Yeah. Finding information on Google about how to play a video game is it's done. It's over. Dude. I mean, I will say, I mean, if you, if you, recently these days not to go off on too much of a tangent it does seem like that's a lot of what it's like now these days you try to search for something on google and you can never find what you want to find <laughs> you just find a bunch of like useless stuff it's like okay this maybe this is what i need it's like nope those search that no, search yeah, engine yeah, the, optimization this... is just too good for the ai bullshit i guess they do yes this... you're gonna you're gonna have to like scroll past like the first six sites and they're gonna be like shitty content mills like uh dexerto or some like generic sounding like game pro on web dot edu or <laughs> right <laughs> i had to carefully dodge like any real publications there but, yeah <laughs> game it, pro is real <laughs> yeah bring back game packs guys yeah like i hate to say it but like if you want to find out how a thing works in a video game you're gonna have to like basically add like reddit or a wiki to your search hmm. to get the information you actually need or, or yeah or reddit or something yeah i, I fucking hate reddit but <laughs> but for the most part there's like a, a real human being like asking and answering the question you need yeah yeah <laughs> yeah yeah lemonade too i think you, you alluded to this but yeah lemonade bring back game faq guides i mean they're still there aren't they yeah yeah it just depends on who okay yeah, yeah anyway. i don't know, know if many people write guides these days i imagine somebody does yeah yeah <laughs> balls reddit is the new game faqs kind of yeah. <laughs> or discord which you cannot google 
Yeah, exactly. That's the I only mean, thing. Uh, that, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's been a, a big problem in the fighting game community is mm -hmm. like information is being like pseudo archived on Discord servers rather than like wikis or forums. Yeah. So so that means you can't Google it. You have to join some fucking Discord. Yeah. And you know, like those could disappear at any time. It sure. Sure. I mean, hey, that's why we pay the big bucks for the Famicast.com. This is going to be here forever until the yeah. demand runs out. Well, it's not like it's it's not that big of a deal. But like seriously, yeah. that's one of the that's one of the reasons why I try to upkeep the site with Japanese news and just like weird shit like that because it's like, first of all, I'm interested in it and I want to see some of this stuff. Like, oh, what about that? I remember that. What did what was up with that? And we can see this. We have an avenue for this to an extent. But I mean, Jesus Christ, I can only type up so much stuff in a week, you know, but. Yep. Uh, yeah. So uh, I don't know. Google is dying. I don't know what else to tell you. <laughs> yes. Yes. OK, so I think that kind of sums up my feelings on Pal World. I, I hope they have some cool updates. Like, you know, when you start the game, there's also like the, the big, huge tree you see in the distance. OK. You, you can't go there okay. That's, okay that's not real yet okay i mean it's like you did say this is uh what's the terminology they use for it it's not beta but it's it's early access thank you okay yeah game yeah. preview is another thing that i saw as well like on xbox oh yeah that's what it says game preview yeah okay. whatever <laughs> that means <laughs> well, i i got all the achievements so uh... <laughs> more like game in my rear view am i right <laughs> right <laughs> right hmm. all right so yeah it's fun invite okay. me to your world yeah i mean i i do want to try it out at some point and just we'll, we'll see <laughs> my world would be very boring and not exciting not very creative or whatever my base would be a piece of shit so look forward okay. to that and uh the other thing i wanted to talk about was uh as you may have guessed dead by daylight <laughs> never would have guessed that wow playing alan woke mm -hmm. <laughs> alan wank right alan whack so this is like a, a chapter release without a, a new killer you know, like mm. recently they added chucky which is a killer only so they they right. kind of go together in a sense sure uh this is actually kind of a big update for dvd mm. as far as like an update without a new killer or map goes Okay. Uh, some maps recently did get reworked. The classic Dead by Daylight character, the Hillbilly, got a severe rework. Okay. And uh, this is going to turn into kind of a rant at some point. but uh, Of so, course, it usually does. I, I understand. So historically, the Hillbilly, he was like kind of the stand-in for Leatherface before they actually added Leatherface to the game. Mm -hmm. So he's kind of like a, like a high-speed... High skill ceiling, all or nothing kind of killer, right? He's mm -hmm. he's got a chainsaw. He can one shot people with you. He does like this turbo run thing. But like if he hits something, like he's stunned for a long time. Mm -hmm. And uh, he he was he was in a pretty good shape. He was he was considered kind of a, a like a really good killer. Then uh, there came to a point where they like nerfed him into like being like one of the worst killers in the game. <laughs> like nobody wanted to play as him it was a nightmare <laughs> leon is still the only character i bought in dvd that's a, that's <laughs> a choice. yeah uh as time went on you know nobody played hillbilly and you know be behavior interactive the developer 
they're they're like looking at the statistics and coming along with the I feel entirely wrong ideas. Okay. <laughs> like uh, so there were like two. Uh, when you play killer, you can have like you have like two add-on slots mm-hmm. that kind of like you know customize your power a little bit. Like mm-hmm. you know you might boost like this or that, and like you know people are only really using two add-ons with hillbilly. And they're like, oh, okay, we're we're uh, we're gonna nerf these now. That was entirely the wrong thing to do because those are like the only ones that weren't terrible, okay. <laughs> like the only ones that made him like somewhat viable. Hmm. So like now, I I think I have enough thousands of hours in this game where <laughs> I, I I really want to comment that I really don't think these guys know what they're doing. <laughs> like you, you know, like this is this. This is a kind of is something I don't like to do because you know it kind of it, it can easily be read as scrub quotes. Sure, like sure. the developers are retarded, right? Uh, <laughs> uh, so, but like in this case, I think there, there's like a a problem that's becoming pretty clear is they don't understand how to balance their game, hmm. and you know th- that's that's thing that every scrub ha- says, but like. Like all the top players are, are saying it too. Like, what the fuck are you guys doing? <laughs> they 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 do these changes that don't make sense. They they make changes. I'm guessing are kind of based on statistics where they come along with the the wrong conclusions, or they look at like low level play too much. Sure. And uh, what ends up happening is they they trial and error all their balance changes in the like the slowest most painful ways possible Hmm. over the course of years Hmm. that means the players have to deal with like just really terrible shit for like long periods of time and yeah everyone keeps playing because like um you know it's almost kind of like a a gotcha effect like you don't know what the next match is going to be because so much of the game is also really random sure like the map will be random unless somebody brings a map offering you don't know who you're gonna get matched against and you you know a lot of the time like some matches will end up just being really one-sided because of who you get matched with or what map you get and you know that's it's not great but i feel like it kind of keeps people playing because it's like a it is a gotcha effect really sure It's, it's like just one more game yeah i mean i obviously i don't play much dead by daylight but you know i'm thinking like back in the early 2000s or whatever when i was playing like a lot of online pc games it's always yeah like mostly like uh, counter-strike or something it's like man it's gonna be different this time who who knows what we're gonna have next for the stage Ooh, you know like that oh, type yeah. of stuff but but yeah, yeah don't wait there's more anyway this patch they have reverted everything bad they've ever done to billy mm. and now he's insane <laughs> okay okay he's fucking bananas okay like it op or yeah okay like in a bad way op <laughs> like i think so i think a lot of people are enjoying seeing him back but i think it's gonna get real old real quick because <laughs> like they gave him like the one quirk that was actually too strong on him they gave him that back and a whole bunch of other shit okay <laughs> like like he can like really rush people down. Like if he whiffs his chainsaw, he can recover really fast now with the right add-ons, and it's kind of really overwhelming. I think they're gonna nerf him after a painfully long time. 
another couple uh, of years. But yeah, right now he he might be top one right now. He's like bananas. Wow. Okay. What I wanted to get at here is, uh, you know, you don't really see this problem so much in fighting games, and, and I don't think it's because fighting games patch really quickly because you know actually they kind of don't i think the main difference between dead by daylight and like reasonably balanced games is they actually don't have anyone on staff who is good at the game uh -huh. uh, okay and uh i, I think it, you know this has been kind of clear over the years <laughs> where you know they, they'll do an event or something and they they just you just see a bunch of scrub shit. Mm -hmm. What well, fighting game developers like, you know, the the lead developers, they're actually busy working on the game. They don't play a whole lot, but like a lot of them have a lot of experience playing fighting games. Sure. And also they hire someone. They fucking hire someone to be a balance mm -hmm. expert. Somebody with like, you know, fucking trophies and shit. Mm -hmm. And as far as I can tell, nobody at Behavior Interactive has done this. I mean, you know, it is kind of a narrow genre, the asymmetrical horror game but sure i mean yeah it is i mean just within the past less than a decade like this is just exploded like you said yeah. it's, uh, you said this before too man and i absolutely agree this is the kind of game that like dads let their kids are just old enough yeah, where they it, can just it, chill out and play <laughs> you know it's smash bros for gen xers pretty much yeah you know you got <laughs> Got all, all the horse superstars. While well, we're still waiting on Jason, hopefully they yeah. narrow down that license, license sooner or later. Gang's over here, hillbilly. <laughs> it's like Jesus. Just, just, just hire like a top competitive player. Just one, hmm. please. And like you know, a lot, a lot of the top players that that they've actually gone to for feedback, they say they give them feedback and they ignore it. <laughs> like, <laughs> great. Like, I don't know, it just strikes me as some, like, really nasty buffoonery, and, like, I don't I don't know what, what their motivations are. Like, what's going on in their, in their head? It's like, are they thinking, we're the game developers, so we know best? Yeah, or or they just point to the statistics, which are, which is insane to do for the reasons I, I think I explained previously. Uh, do they just have no clue? Do they not care? Do they just like double down on making the game more random to like uh, obfuscate, ob obfuscate like uh, how how the balance is? Who knows? Well, anyway, I'm okay. I just wanted to get that rant off my chest. <laughs> sure, man. In terms yeah. of balance, these guys have no fucking idea what they're doing. I mean, nailing down licenses and putting out regular updates and stuff. They're yeah, they're pretty good at it, and. Mm -hmm. They've become pretty good at taking care of bugs and shit, but like, I, it's just like this constant vibe of like they don't understand how the game is actually played. If you think about like Nintendo and stuff like that too, I think that they, they've gotten better about getting feedback or taking feedback. I think it's because a lot of the old guard is maybe kind of changing, and Nintendo realizes that they have to change too. Uh, yeah. But you know, hey, behavior interactive. Not... Net code for for Smash Five, please. Well, it's you know Nintendo. God, there's so many things you could complain about. But I mean, there, there's a lot of things that they do well too, and it's the same with behavior. Behavioral interactive, behavior interactive, behavior. Okay, behavior interactive. It's I mean, it's not can't be that old of a company. I'm I'm assuming, right? Yeah, they they put out a few games, but okay. like okay, you might even recognize some of them. But like yeah, like DVD is our big claim to fame. Sure.
Okay. They're a bunch of Canadians, by the way. Oh, okay. Okay. They're funded by the Canadian government. Are you serious? Yeah. Wow. Well, cool. I mean, you know, like every game developer in Quebec is funded by the 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 was it the Canadian Media Fund or oh, whatever okay. it's called. You, if you've ever seen a game developed in Quebec, there might be like a thing right in the, the opening copyright. Like, where they, no, it's crazy. They pay like forty percent of developers' salaries or something. Damn. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that's why every developer and their grandmas like set up a a studio in uh, Canada. Nice. Okay, I didn't know that. <laughs> huh, I don't know if it's all of Canada or if it's just Quebec, but okay. Okay. Hmm. Yeah. yeah, Ubisoft has. I'm pretty sure they have a, a Montreal office or something. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Makes sense. I mean, you know, French company, you know, Montreal, French speaking. I mean, they can do English too better than most <laughs> Americans, I think. <laughs> but I don't, I don't uh, know, man. I, I played that. <laughs> they had a French Canadian guy as a character in, uh, was it Far Cry 5 New Dawn, like the, the kind of follow up game. Mm -hmm. And it, it was like the, the Frenchiest shit I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> cool. It was, it, was, it was kind of charming. I, I like that guy. Okay. He's like, okay. he's like, you want to take a ride? How does he say all oh, the uh, uh, helicopter? <laughs> and I'm like, bruh. Yeah. Almost reminds me of like the, uh, like Ty, we've talked about this before too, but the cartoon mask from the 80s. Every yeah. character is just a caricature of whatever they're from. I mean, you got the Asian guy whose name is Bruce Sato and he makes fucking toys. Um, yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. But Julio Lopez, he's a race car driver, F1. I mean, like, come on but anyways nice cool all right that concludes my dvd rant i'm grinding on the new achievements okay okay i'll let you know how it goes i think as jc would uh say good luck to you yeah all right well uh that is gonna do it for the new business so we're gonna go ahead and move on to a little bit of now playing at the famicast.com Now playing at FamilyCast.com. Got a lot of stuff going up on the website, YouTube, Patreon, all that type of stuff. And we're going to update you guys on all of that. Uh, in terms of like videos and stuff like that, last week, yeah, last week I, I put out a video about the 25th anniversary Red Wii that came out here in Japan. Of course, that system also came out in North America and uh, Europe like power regions i believe so i mean th there's that but this video is specifically talking about what kind of happened in japan around that time in 2010 and like all of that it's kind of kind of a weird thing too because the famicast started in like early 2011 so it really wasn't that far off from when we first started so it's was, it was kind of fun going back uh researching some stuff for that video and uh yeah so i mean if you like that type of stuff check it out it's pretty cool um something that's coming up tomorrow I put together a video about the return of Nintendo Live, the uh, Nintendo event that got canceled early or late last year because some nerd decided that he was a he lost at a competition and he threatened like Nintendo employees and other participants or some crap like that. But Nintendo canceled the event and all that stuff. But then they kind of brought it back in the form of like live concerts and merch that they have sold. I'm wearing uh, actually wearing a Nintendo Live 2024 uh hoodie right now and uh anyways the video kind of highlights all of the stuff that uh came out uh, in terms of like merch uh what what's going on with the event and what's going on with all that stuff actually there's a, a live concert that's going to be uh, going on friday february 9th 
and also on February 10th. So be sure to check out Nintendo's social media accounts for that stuff if you're interested. Um, in terms of Patreon stuff, uh, me and Ty, hopefully, are going to be doing Famicast Game Night. And that is coming up on February 17th, Saturday. Not this coming Saturday, but the Saturday after that. Uh, if you guys have the time and you're a patron, uh, please join us. It's always fun. It's getting down. It's, uh, playing some cool games with you guys. I think we're, we're thinking about playing uh f-zero their new update with friends and like all that type of stuff so it should be pretty cool and uh maybe some dead by daylight i mean who knows if <laughs> quake 2 i hope so that's so fun and um yeah we'll uh we'll see how that goes and one thing i wanted to do too because I, we haven't really done this in a while but i really wanted to give a shout out to all of our patrons uh people that have been supporting us for a long time and like all of that and just to kind of run through here just special thanks to rich chris peter michael james allen novocaine lemonade addison trent hi tani russ greeno rick jones john cario sasha Carmine and Scott, thank you guys so much for your support over the years. We really do appreciate it. Um, this is the only way that we can get Ty to eat anime and drink Game Pass. That's what he's uh, fueled on. So, I <laughs> you're welcome. The champions. Yeah, yeah, pretty much, pretty much. So, anyways, yeah, thank you guys so much for that. We really do appreciate that. But yeah, all of this and more. Famicast. Dot com. Dot. Gov. Exactly. All right, Ty. Um, yeah. It's time to show for something. Let's see. Japan news. That's right, folks. It's time of the show where we talk about the latest and greatest comings and goings of Japan on Nintendo and all of that type of stuff in between. Uh, today's uh, helping of Japanese is really Japanese. There's a lot of Japanese-related stuff that we're going to be talking about here. And Ty, would you mind kicking us off with that first bit? Yeah, uh, we got a new Splatfest coming up for Japan. Yep. Uh, let's see. Japan fans in Japan will be getting an exclusive Splatfest featuring the following sweets: Uncle custard or whipped cream. All right, uh, choose your side. F- fight to the death if, in this culture war. <laughs> Pretty um, much. Yeah. So this, this starts on Friday, February seventeenth. Mm-hmm. Oh, sa- uh, sorry, oh. that should be Saturday. Excuse me. <laughs> I must have wrote that down. Oh, that's wrong. a Saturday. Yep, Damn. it's a Saturday. I'm a, I'm a dumbass. <laughs> so. That's crazy, dog. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, uh, week before on February 9th, which is actually Friday, right? Yep. This uh, coming Friday. Yes. We got more 7 Eleven goods. Yes. <laughs> You're going to buy all of them, aren't you? Dude, okay. I, <laughs> man, there, there's so much stuff. Like, they're doing uh, uh, Ichiban Kuji lottery, like the stuff where you, you, it's a gotcha you know essentially you pay like 700 yen for a ticket and you get a random prize there's a bunch of cool stuff but man i did that in like late 2022 i got i think i got almost everything i got most of the big prizes but yeah i don't know if i'm gonna do it this time (laughs) it's kind of expensive and i run out of place to put shit real quick so yeah 
So, you know, in uh, some of these convenience stores, they'll have, like, a, a whole display of all the weeb shit, like, right in the front, like it's my house. <laughs> yes, and, I've seen it. Yeah, and it, you, you'll see some cool stuff sometimes. Uh, yeah. I usually don't play them, but yeah. uh, there was one I played a few times uh, years and years ago. I, there was, like, a Fist of the North Star one. Oh, cool. I got a bunch of clear files, and I got, got a towel with the, the famous catchphrases on it. Nice, nice. <laughs> it was pretty good. Yeah, I mean, if you guys do want to take a look at like all of the prizes for like the lottery and stuff like that, I mean, check out the website. We have an article about that. Um, actually, another cool thing that they're doing as well, um, you know, there's a Spot Fest, and in the, the Spot Fest, they have T-shirts that you can wear in the game. They're actually selling these uh, for real at, online on my Nintendo, and I think that I might be selling them too at the Nintendo Tokyo, Osaka, and Kyoto stores, so you can do this. And, you know, one thing just to kind of reiterate here too, this Splatfest is Japan exclusive. I mean, it's featuring a lot of, well, the, the first snack, Onko, like, you know, the red bean paste. Like, the question is, like, which do you like best? Onko, this bean paste, custard cream, or whipped cream? And, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, that's really common stuff that you can find in Japanese sweets, and Anko especially, very Japanese. But yeah, you can actually buy these shirts uh, directly from Nintendo, which is really cool. Like, in the West, the, the Splatfest that they're doing, it's kind of lame. It's like, what's your favorite day of the weekend? Friday, Saturday, or Sunday? And it's like, really? That's all you guys could come up with? <laughs> like, it's kind of lame. <laughs> but anyways, I, I thought that was pretty cool. Um, again, this is like the second exclusive japan exclusive um uh splatfest that they've done uh since the game released kind of weird but you know hey the last one was also about like some kind of japanese sweets too so maybe they're obsessed with that or something so but you can play play this splatfest it's just all gonna be in japanese i think so i i don't remember how to go ahead and set that up because i haven't played a splatfest in a long time but if you're a splatoon 3 fan you could potentially check this out so um cool yeah yeah that, looks, that so, stuff looks pretty neat i might i might play it once or twice yeah yeah i mean they, they they always have like some pretty cool stuff there's like an alarm clock as like the top prize um and i think it actually has it said it has like uh music from basically like when judd and little judd the little cat guys are like you know giving the winner or the loser at the end of the match it's like that type of a deal which is that's pretty cool um but yeah, if you want to take a look at all the prizes, we got everything like high resolution, high as well as high resolution as they can get directly from Nintendo. Uh, you can check it out on the website. But Sick. yeah, another thing that actually obviously happened here very recently as well is the Nintendo financials. Uh, this just dropped yesterday, and there were some pretty interesting uh, little bits that came about with that. Um, just to kind of run through. A couple of things here. I'm trying to think what I wanted to. I think the thing that really kind of surprised me the most was how well uh, Super Mario RPG did. Like I had no idea how well it would sell, and it actually did quite well. Uh, it sold 3.14 million units worldwide, which was pretty surprising. Of course, you know, and, and, and sorry, and the the sales numbers here too. This is for a quarter one to quarter three of the 2024 fiscal year, which means that's from April 20 or sorry, April 1st, 2023 until December 31st, 2023. So uh, this is going to be one more of these that they're going to have coming in May. And that'll be for the whole, basically the past fiscal year. 
Um, but yeah, of course, you know, Tears of the Kingdom is killing it, like over 20 million. Super Mario Brothers Wonder also got off, got off to a really good start, nearly 12 million. Uh, Mario Kart 8 Deluxe doing well too it's over 16 million like almost half of people that own switches own this game which is insane <laughs> uh pikmin 4 still going strong t- as well 3.33 million and then yeah some other stuff too uh you know N- N- nintendo switch sports still pretty strong animal crossing new horizons uh smash brothers ultimate pokemon scarlet and violet getting near 25 million um yeah mario parties splatoon 3 kind of dropped off uh, here recently though i mean it is over like 11 million almost up to 12 but yeah uh, one other kind of cool thing that came out of this as well is the nintendo hardware so i mean just within the past like three quarters the switch sold through like roughly like almost 14 million units so that brings up like the light to date to 139.36 million pretty freaking crazy <laughs> but one of the other crazy things about this is that it actually propelled nintendo the switch to be the best-selling console of all time in japan which is pretty nuts and i have some data here i'll share in just a second so there's a really great website that has a lot of like sales data i mean it literally just is all about collecting game sales data for the japan region and stuff like that and right now as it stands like the number switch or the switch is the highest selling console of all time in Japan, 33.34 million, just beat out their original DS, or like all the models, which is 32.88. And then the Game Boy, all models, 32.48, followed by 3DS and PS2. So it's pretty crazy. Their website as well, they have like a list of everything down to like Neo Geo pocket color and other like weird shit like that, Wonder Swan. Nice. So if, if that's something that like you're interested in, uh, in terms of like sales numbers and stuff, I, I was kind of just spending a lot of time just kind of pouring through there and i was like oh yeah i'm, I'm trying to like make an agenda or like make an article for this or something and yeah that, that's that's where we are but yeah a, a couple other things that came out of like the financial briefing and stuff like that i think today they they released like the q a session and people obviously are asking uh you know what about the next console and like all this type of stuff and nintendo is just basically giving non-answers saying like you know, we're not not working on another system and it, we're not saying it won't come out in the next fiscal year. But I mean, you know, it's just typical company PR type of stuff. So I don't think we're going to see anything about that. Well, from obviously from this financial briefing, it, it's it's possible we could see this in Nintendo Direct or maybe a little bit later in the year. But it's just kind of have to we're just going to kind of have to wait and see, I think. So, yeah. Anyways, you know, I, I always enjoy the, the financial talk. I know it's kind of boring to some people, I think, but I think it's just kind of interesting. So I think they'll make an announcement around spring or, you know, the summer traditional E3 time. Yeah. You know, I was thinking about that, too, man, because, you know, when the switch came out, that came out in, in March. Uh, and I think that was a really good time for them to release a console because it's not during like the holiday rush where everybody's buying stuff which i mean obviously that that's good and bad at the same time because i think as a consumer there are more people like vying to try to get this shit as opposed to like a weird time like march where you know it's just not a typical time for hardware to be released so right i don't know man i i hope that whatever new iteration of switch or successor or whatever comes out i hope they release it at some oddball time like that so it'll be easier for me to get it 
anyway, uh, Ty, there was one other bit of news here. Again, very much so related to Japan. Oh, yeah. We got a uh, like Nintendo Live 2024 Rose from the Ashes. Three Japanese Nintendo tournaments are also making a comeback after being canceled in December. Hmm. See, we got a Splatoon Championship, Hoshien Championship, yeah, which develops the best Splatoon players in Japan, March 30 and 31st. Hmm. The following month, winners will be able to attend the Splatoon 3 World Championship on April 13th and 14th, and Mario Kart 8 Deluxe World Championship will also be the same weekend in April. Yeah, so the thing with this is similar to the Nintendo Live. I mean, these were these tournaments were essentially postponed, especially the first thing was some dickhead was talking about, you know, hurting Nintendo employees or participants in this Splatoon Koshian tournament in Japan. And that that's what caused Nintendo Live to be postponed because they were going to have the finals like at Nintendo Live Live where people that went to Nintendo Live can actually sit down and watch people play like on the stage and stuff like that. Um, the Koshien thing was supposed to take place in December. Uh, it's deciding like, you know, the champion of Japan, and then they would go on to the world championship. So I, I was really glad to see that Nintendo is continuing this. Um, not, not only this, but, you know, also too, like we talked about just a little bit earlier, the uh, stuff with, with Nintendo live, the concerts and even the merch <laughs> and like all that type of stuff too, which is, which is cool for some nerds, I guess, especially me, but yeah, I, I'm really glad that they were able to do this. Uh, still and not just go away completely yep <laughs> okay uh lemonade too he says hey at pax australia last year i saw the splatoon and mario kart championship where the winners were supposed to be going to japan oh yeah yeah there were turn i mean here in japan too for mario kart and splatoon there were tournaments all throughout 2023 deciding this leading up to this stuff too so i think for those players it had to have been really disappointing just to have all of a sudden that taken away from you because of this but you know i get it man like nintendo's a really cautious company so i i could understand them taking threats even from some lunatic who may never leave his house or something they're taking this shit seriously because if they said oh who cares nothing's gonna happen and then they have the event and something does happen i mean nintendo's in the news for all the wrong reasons so anyways like yeah it'll be interesting to see because i mean th th there are people that are going to be at these tournaments and playing and stuff like that but you cannot watch like in the crowd or anything like that as far as i know um so like the the, the world championships are going to be broadcast on youtube and nico nico video uh but yeah i'm not sure about the splatoon koshian one if you're if that's something that you were really hoping to check out mm, that's right before evo japan as well that's uh Ooh. yeah into april yeah, that's right. That's right. I bet. Yeah, Nintendo probably kind of strategically thought about that. It was like, let's do let's do it at the end of April. Like, oh shit, let's not. <laughs> so, yeah, probably trying to be a little bit strategic about that. Well, I don't know if like uh, the people involved would overlap that much, but yeah, true. Anyway, yeah, um, that's pretty much it for the Japanese today. Like I said, it's a little bit little bit light, but very Japanese. Hope you guys enjoyed that. Um, of course, if a yeah. Nintendo Direct news thing drops while we're doing the show, we'll be sure to talk about that. But in the meantime, I'm going to pass it over to Ty for a little bit of Anime Trash.
yeah, just a little bit. Hmm. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Ugh, let me get it. Okay, sure. so, you know, I play UFO catchers every day. <laughs> good yes. stuff. So uh, I scheduled, like, a bunch of deliveries over the weekend. And uh, this is the only one that got here in time today for the show. Hmm. So oh, I'm opening a solitary box, the smallest okay. anime trash ever, I think. Yeah. Think of one that has that was this small. It's, it, this must have been a long time, actually. All right. So this is from Toreba. Uh, you know, recently uh, I have reactivated my Molly Online daily free tickets. I put in some money. Mm-hmm. So I might ge- be getting a whole bunch of stuff from them real soon. Mm. Let's see. Yes, it's finally here. <laughs> All right. Yes. Check this shit out. Oh, okay. You got that guy. I mean, it's not just the guy. So, for the audio viewers, what are you what are you holding in your hands now? It's the 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 puppy from Chainsaw Man. It's a hat. <laughs> it's a hat now. <laughs> yeah, it's so Again, cute. Yeah, the orange cute dog with a <laughs> chainsaw coming out of his head, just like Chainsaw Man. Perfect. Perfect. That's pretty good. If you're not <laughs> if you're not on the video version, you're missing out. <laughs> yeah exactly i slapped it right on my head yes yes almost like oh. that wig that one time <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah oh hey uh christopher christopher volock in the chat he's he's sounding off he's like yo i love that dog yeah oh, funny dog yeah uh do i have my big one back here that i get that i won offline i do yeah. while you're while you're getting that actually chris christopher also said i love how you see all this little bit of anime stuff he's got going on behind him <laughs> just a little bit of stuff a little bit yeah. of stuff yeah please get it out of my house i need to start <laughs> selling this stuff like pronto right like i don't know should i just like uh, make it like a storefront or something might as well i don't know how your apartment yeah. you know how your landlord or whatever would feel about it but well, i mean like an online storefront but yeah okay okay uh yeah so here's my my big one that i got in akihabara right right yeah it's great i love him so there was one more thing in that anime trash box you'll never guess i probably won't (laughs) actually you probably will let's see okay Uh, it's a it's another horse girl okay (laughs) okay let's go yeah i saw an easy setup i went for it and now i i have another horse i guess is this her name aishin flash i don't know one of my coworkers knows all of them. Really? <laughs> I'm like, yeah. Japanese or uh, Japanese? Uh, yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. That that's her. This is I- Aishin Flash. That's her name. Sure. It's a real horse. I'm pretty sure. That's right. that's how it works. These are all real horses at the horse races, like who have been transformed into anime girls. Right. Perfect. Yep. Now available in anime and gotcha game form. <laughs> nice. Well, I think that's a that's a pretty decent haul, even though short and sweet. One box, but, yeah. Yeah. I mean, pretty, I have pretty... so much more; it's just in the mail. Yeah, yeah, I I get it, man. Cool. Well, now you have to wear that hat every single episode and the wig underneath it, if you don't mind. Right. Yep. <laughs> cool. What are any other wearable stuff I've gotten over I the years? I don't doubt it. it. It's probably buried back there somewhere. But... Right. Oh yeah, Easter's coming up. I have to get the little fluffy bunny hat that I got. I don't know <laughs> if you remember that one, but it was pretty charming. 
That's right. Anime trash short and sweet does not compute. <laughs> yeah, you know, I would love to drag this uh, stuff out longer, but I only had the one box today. Right, right. It's probably for the best. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, if you look at just Ty's apartment, I mean, yeah, obviously it is for the best. Help. But uh, yeah, God help him. All right, cool. Well, just kind of move on, moving along here. Uh, that's going to do it for the anime trash. Next, we're going to go ahead and move on to a little bit of feedback from you guys. So if you guys have any feedback, questions, comments, anything like that, you can always hit us up uh, a lot of different ways. You can hit us up via email, thefamicast at gmail.com. You can hit us up on social media, that being Twitter or Blue Sky. We're at the Famicast, and you can have your stuff read out on the air like these guys. Um, today, I actually had some comments just from YouTube from a lot of you guys that we just haven't been able to get to for the past while at least not as much as i had wanted to and i, I wanted to because i knew this was going to be a little bit of a you know there was gonna be a little bit more time for this type of stuff in this episode so i wanted to make sure we gave that some uh a proper amount of time this week so uh first comment here is actually from oh my god from rock yeah uh last episode uh, famicast 261 talking about power world and uh, he went on to say yeah i also don't care about power world being like pokemon the scary part is how most of it was made with AI. Good by game artist jobs, and it's proven that 99% can't be done uh, can be done without them. I don't know, Ty. Like, have you been getting in on like this discourse with Power World, and is it creative AI? Is this just a, an assumption? Is this actually true? Uh, I, I, you know, I haven't read anything firsthand, but my best knowledge uh, is. The company president is like kind of an enthusiast of AI, but actually didn't really use much AI in this game. Okay. Which kind of makes sense if you've seen any of the creature pathing. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I think, you know, looking at it from just the outside, like we said too, just with the with the image that this is just Pokemon with guns. I think there's maybe a little bit more to it than that. Maybe with that too. I mean, yeah, obviously some of this stuff is very generous very generously borrowing from other uh popular cute characters you know totoro pokemon like all sorts of stuff like that but kind of making it their own in a way i guess but yeah dude there was there was an interesting bit of news that actually jc he he messaged me about and this has been kind of making the rounds on social media and stuff like that but a lot of japanese talents uh, agencies are telling their stars and stuff like that, like, hey, don't talk about Power World on social media. We don't want to ruin our relationship with, like, the Pokemon company. Um, seems a little, like, a little bit much to me because, you know, when something's, like, a big hit, yeah. then you got you know, people People want to try this stuff out. It's the same with, like, Suica Game and stuff like that. People just want to see what all the hubbub's about, and I think even though some of these guys are like, you know, big stars or not so big stars, they want to try this stuff out too, but to kind of censor them about that. I mean, I get it to an extent because you don't want to mess up some kind of a relationship based on 
that type of thing. I mean, Pokemon's an established franchise. I don't think that's going away anytime soon. So I could see some kind of trepidation, but I don't know. It seems like a little bit much to me. But anyway, um, moving on, there were a couple other comments on the, uh, you know, I mentioned too that I had a video about a red Wii and that Mario's 25th anniversary. And um, Russ made a couple of comments on there too. He said, I remember being tempted by the lime green Wii it would have been hard choice. It would have been a hard choice to choose a color had they launched all those. So if if you remember, Ty, like when they before they actually released the Wii, they showed like the console off in like a bunch of different colors. It was like you know white and black, and then that red. But they also had a silver one, like this lime green one, and yeah, they did one... the same thing with the GameCube as well. They showed a bunch of colors but never released all of them. Yeah, I mean the, the cool thing, man. I mean I have all of the GameCube mainline colors which is totally awesome but yeah the wii it, it's a, it was just a different story um part of it because i think it's because how well it sold out of the gate uh nintendo didn't want to <laughs> bother making a bunch of different SKUs, probably kind of script manufacturing or whatever but yeah i was a little disappointed some of those other colors didn't make it out commercially but yeah um another thing too uh you know, in uh, I'll, okay, I won't say that comic. That's something. If you check out the video, maybe something about it's a game that is on that Wii, the Japanese version, which is actually kind of interesting. But um, in the video too, I, there's some footage of like you know the the Wii menus and stuff like that. And Lemonade went on to say like, hey, seeing that Wii menu again reminds me how much personality Nintendo consoles once had. And um, yeah, if if you think about the Switch kind of how things are now it is very vanilla but at the same time things are super snappy um if you go to like 3ds wii u and then of course the wii like he just said i mean there is like it's it's it really does have some personality uh, nintendo was really just kind of like doing their own thing it was just kind of like a like, i don't know just really cool kind of friendly graphics and stuff like that kind of inviting uh unique whereas now it's just not <laughs> um on, on the flip side when going back to like 3ds especially the 3ds when you start applying a bunch of different themes and a bunch of different stuff like that man oh man that thing really starts to slow down on like the home menu and like all that type of shit which is kind of annoying and like mm -hmm. i mean ty you know being an xbox guy have you been pretty satisfied with with microsoft's trajectory over the years with the changes of their ui oh yeah like uh i think xbox one has like hands down the best ui mm. yeah I I do quite like you know the Series S you know UI and stuff like that. It's it's easy to understand. It's it's yeah, it's not bad. It, I do find it kind of annoying on the Series S that they show like all your most recently opened things, and that can even kind of go to like you know settings and all sorts of shit like that, which is kind of annoying, especially been monkeying around with all that type of shit. But you know, minor complaint, I suppose. Uh huh. But, it shows the things you've been using recently. Yeah. Well, I mean, you uh, play like a shitload of games, I guess. So, yeah, yeah. But anyway, yeah. So those are just some comments I kind of wanted to highlight. Uh, thank you guys for that. We really appreciate that. Cool beans. Yeah, no, lemonade too. He said, "Hey, I I like the previous Xbox home screen more than the current one." Okay, because like, yeah, I, I, <laughs> I didn't have an Xbox One, so I think I've only played it a handful of times, and it was ties, <laughs> maybe like here at my house or something like that. So I don't have too much experience with that. And uh, yeah, Christopher uh, mentioned uh, talking about the Wii U one here. He said, I always felt the Wii U was a console that Nintendo went all out with 
with that said personality. Well, it didn't really work out as planned for them. And conservative-leaning Japan, or conservative-leaning Nintendo pulled back. Yeah, I think so, too. The Wii U was unique in a lot of ways, but I think it was, you know, as I think a lot of you guys out there can agree, uh, just a confusing marketing mess. Nobody, like, moms and dads didn't know if it was an add-on for the Wii. You know, it was just a weird type of thing. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, and, you know, Lemonade says this too. So I love the Wii. Me, dude, me too. I absolutely love that system. I, I played the hell out of that thing. A lot of really great games. I'm glad that a lot of them have gotten new life again on Switch. Uh, I think that's awesome. It's just a lot of weird things with that that they, Nintendo just wasn't clear on. Uh, make it make it clear to like uh, fans, not fans, but like this consumers, I guess. But anyway, <laughs> now that is going to do it for the feedback. And actually, that's going to do it for the show as well. Like I said, I know it's a little bit of a short one today, but you know, sometimes I just have it like this. It's just the way one is week. Yeah, one of those weeks. Um, I, you know, I don't. I would honestly think that unless they announce a Nintendo Direct in like the next ten minutes for tomorrow, probably can expect one maybe next week. I'd say maybe next Wednesday. That's that's my guess if it doesn't happen tomorrow, but. Yeah, anyways, if you guys want to follow us on social media, you absolutely can. Um, you can follow me at DannyBiv, D-A-N-N-Y-B-I-V. Ty, where can the fine folks find you? Uh, super cat drugs at everything. We sell yep. Johnny Metz down here from last yep. week. Uh, I was just about <laughs> to bring that up, too. Uh, yeah, a lot of you guys were commenting on, like, you know, Johnny coming on the show and stuff like that, too. I was really glad that he was able to. I think JC kind of nudged him into uh, doing it, but you know, obviously thanks to JC for that. And thanks to Johnny for coming on. That was super fun having him on the show. Hope you guys really liked that. Um, hoping to have maybe a couple guests coming on kind of soon, not like soon, soon, but in the near future to talk about some games that maybe Ty and I wouldn't normally talk about. Uh, so look forward to that. <laughs> um, yeah. If you're a patron, we have game night coming up here pretty soon as well. Hope you guys are looking forward to that. I think I think me and Ty are. I'm looking forward to it. But yeah, anyways, that is going to do it for Femicast 262. Uh, again, thank you guys for so much for signing off in the comments live and like all that type of stuff. Of course, Ty, as always, thanks for coming on, man. Hey, what's good? Yep. <laughs> My pleasure. <laughs> yeah. And we will catch you guys next time. Peace. Lates.